Blog Talk Radio.
Whichever you prefer, whatever time zone you are in, welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday in Jesus' holy name. Amen? At 4 a.m. Eastern time, we began our fast. And I suppose for most of you that are listening now, the fast has begun for you as well. Don't worry, everybody else will catch up soon. God has some plans for us on this fast. I think he pulled out his scouring pad. Uh-huh, for real. <laughs> I think he's serious, very serious. Uh-huh. I think we'll be better for it, too. Amen? Because all of that stuff is holding up our blessings, and we've been believing God for blessings. And blessings have been coming. Some of them look a little strange, but they're blessings. Amen. And we're thanking him for them. You know, some of the more interesting blessings are the ones that when they show up don't look like they are. You're like, what is this? I asked God for this, and I got that. But God knows what he's doing. We just think we know what we're doing. It's different when you think you know what you're doing. First is actually knowing what you're doing. Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for his patience, his love, his tender kindness, because we're but dust and he knows it. And we're trying and he knows it. And so he comes to help us where we're weak because we're supposed to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That means when we have a weakness, we actually have to admit it. Now, I know most of us don't like to do that, but it's the best way to get along with God. I'm, I'm really here to tell you that. It helps when you just tell the truth. The sooner, the better. No pretenses, no fronts, just the real deal. Amen. Amen. So we're going to get down to the business of getting blessed. And God is going to help us. He's waiting for us. And you go, but Lord, no, 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 no. Thank you, Lord. That's what we say. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, he says in the word, no chastisement seemeth joyous. For the present. But it works for us. Now I'm going to let you look the rest of the scripture up or else I'll give you too much excitement on Sunday. Amen? Amen. It, it does something for us. It's a good thing that comes out in the end. And then when we look back at it, we'll say, you know, I was acting like a nut before you corrected me. And I'm grateful you stopped me from doing that. That doesn't represent you, Father. And then we change. Little by little, but it's important. It's important to us and it's important to God. 
You see, that's one more place where the devil can't push on you because you're right with God there. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. And so even when things are looking strange, and you know sometimes they can look real strange, God is in the midst of it. He's in the midst of the strange. He's good at it. He's extremely good at it. I can tell you from looking back at my life that every time the strange came, I eventually came to know that he was in the midst of it doing so. I couldn't necessarily see him, but I could tell he was there. All I had to do was remember what he told me when it didn't look so strange and hold on to what he said. You know, that's part of growth in the Lord, remembering what he has said to you and holding on to it. It's one of those tests we have to keep passing over and over. God will tell us something. Now, are you going to hold on to it? Is it going to be precious to you? Or are you just going to say, oh, well, that didn't happen, you know? And when you do the, oh, well, that didn't happen, you have to go back around one more time and one more time till you get it right. So we're trying to get it right the first time now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. At least I am. I hope that you are too. So we want to thank the Lord this morning for his goodness toward us, and we want to celebrate Holy Communion. We're going to celebrate because he tells us to worship him with gladness of heart. And I'm looking at some faces that do not say gladness of heart, but that's about to change. I know it's going to change. By the end of this week, it's going to be gladness of heart. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the end of this week, he'll have our attention, and we'll be in full gladness of heart, won't we? Mm-hmm, because we will not be looking at the circumstances anymore, will we? Amen. Our eyes will be fully focused on the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is the strength that we need to go on to the next place. So we're going to get our strength, amen? We're not going to fool around with this thing. We're going to get busy with the Lord. So this morning, we're going to pray. We're going to pray about something we don't like to talk about or admit, but it's there. Amen. You may as well smile. He knows everything that you said all week and everything you thought all week, and he's come to talk about it. You knew he was going to do that, so you may as well be happy. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, We thank you, Lord, because correction may not feel good, but it's surely good for us. It's a good medicine. It cleans us out from the inside. Amen? And we function a whole lot better once we've been cleaned out. Amen? Amen. We act like you. We look like you. We sound like you. We treat other people the way you do. And that's important, Lord. Because there's a revival coming. There's a revival coming, and we're a part of it. 
You already have our place all marked out. We're just getting ready to step into that place, Lord. It's time for people's hearts and minds to turn, to turn to you. Right now, they're focused on one thing, but you are the one who pivots life for us. You pivot life for us, not the devil. The devil's not in in control, and he's not in charge. You pivot life for us. You know when there's a better way for us to go. So we hold on to the truth that you are to us, and we pivot right along with you. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for encouraging our heart. Thank you for helping us to take first steps that we've never taken before. Thank you, Lord, when the challenge looks too big, you're right there to say, I'm here. You haven't left. You don't have something better to do. You're not out there, you know, by, you know, by the water fishing for more fish. You're fishing for souls of men. So we want to go on that fishing expedition with you. We want to enjoy with you the joy of souls coming into the kingdom. we rather see them in heaven than in hell, Lord. And by the way, we'd like to go to heaven too. So if we can work this out, Lord, we, we're, we're going to do this. Whatever you say to do, we're going to do And we're going to have a good attitude because that's the only attitude you like. Amen? Amen. Amen. You love a cheerful giver, a person who gives cheerfully, not grudgingly nor of necessity. So we're going to give you the honor, the reverence, the respect that we ought to give you, Lord. We're going to be who we are supposed to be who we've been called to be, who we've been changed to be. We were redeemed to be somebody else from who we used to be. And we're going to live our redeemed life right now in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we ask you to forgive us um, for all those attitudes we've had all week long that did not honor you one bit. In fact, it would have been better if we kept our big mouth shut, but you know, We're working on that, Lord. It would have been better if we kept our mouth shut and we kept our attitude in check, but we're still working on it, Lord. We got a whole week to work on this. So we're going to do better, and we repent of what we've done that just does not please you. It was wrong, and we knew it was wrong, but it was one of those we did it anyway things. Thank you for helping us through the warfare that we made it through this week. Thank you for helping us to overcome. If there's any demon that we left behind, please bring it to our attention, and we will do what we've been taught to do in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. We won't let that demon ride along with us. He'll have to go. He can't stick around us. We belong to you. So we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you provided us with holy communion. You said for us to do this in remembrance of you. So, Lord, in remembrance of you this morning, in a few minutes, we're going to celebrate holy communion. We're going to celebrate everything that you did for us when you came to earth and what you did when you ascended as well, Lord. 
We thank you for taking your precious blood to the mercy seat. Ah, we thank you for that, Lord. We don't think, oh, I repent of that. It's just another cliche. No, sir. It's life and death to us. It's that important. So we thank you for the true forgiveness that you release to us. When we come and just tell the truth and ask for your forgiveness, your mercy, your love, your cleansing, and your deliverance. We give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, everybody gets to take their own minute and say what you have to say to the Lord. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, we thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me, partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. Amen. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Really, Lord? Yeah. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. You know, maybe one day the Lord will give me a sermon on hell. I think we've forgotten what we're going to miss out on. It's been a while since I heard one of those good old fiery sermons on hell. It's important to know what you're not going to, amen? Amen. When you're ready to quit and give up, all you got to think is, my option is burning in hell forever. Then that explains it real simple, what your choices are, doesn't it? Amen. It gets right to the point. You don't have to be lost anymore. I'm tired of going through this war suit. I'm tired of fighting the devil. 
I'm tired. I just don't want to. I feel like giving up. I don't want to do this anymore. Your option is to burn in hell forever. Okay, I think I can bind him one more time, Lord. Amen. I think I can bind him again after that. Because that's what your option is. If you quit, if you turn back, he'll find no pleasure in you at all. So once you get started, don't ever stop. Amen? Amen. Amen. Who wants to do this much and come this far and then turn around and go to hell? Who wants to do this? So since we don't want to do that, let's not do that. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, you have said to us, that we are always to pray and not faint. We should be praying instead of deciding to quit on you. We are called to trust you instead of worrying, fretting, and stress. Instead of worrying, we are called to prayer, giving our cares and concerns to you. It is too easy to become anxious when we are not yet grounded in your word. Are our loved ones safe? Will we have enough money for what we need? Will we do a good job on challenging tasks? Will our friends accept us? Will we get finished in time? Will our family members make wise choices? Lord, help us to learn to trust you and help us to turn our anxiety into a prayer of faith. Yes, Lord. It's more difficult than flipping a pancake, but we're going to keep at it until it's just that easy. Amen? Each time we find ourselves fretting over what will happen with regard to some situation, we can turn over that specific set of circumstances to you, casting our care upon you. Father, as we make this practice a habit, from practice to habit, that's where we're going, from practice to habit. Amen? we will find that our trust in you is growing. Father, we realize that we're more likely to become anxious when we're focused on the wrong thing. Help us to lay up our treasures in you rather than a continual accumulating of things in this world. Father, the word declares that when we surrender all of our concerns to you by prayer and specific request, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father, for you are our peace. Amen? Amen. You are our peace. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. It's something satisfying, you know, when you know that the Lord is in the middle of whatever is going on with you. There's there's this satisfaction. It's a resting place. You know you're not by yourself even if you can't see anybody, but he's there. And if something goes bad wrong, you know who to run to. That's a satisfying feeling. The world doesn't have that. They rely on all that stuff we used to rely on because they don't know any better yet. But that day is coming that they're going to learn that you don't rely on that other stuff. You rely on God himself. You can't depend entirely on people. They change up too much. Remember, Jesus initiated Holy Communion on the same night in which he was betrayed. Amen? On the very same night in which he was betrayed, with a kiss of all things. You know they're good at that, betraying with a kiss. I think that number is played enough times. They need to they need to retire that one, the betraying with a kiss booth. But you know, he showed us how to handle it, how to take it. He didn't pretend he didn't know what was going on. He said to that person, betrayest thou me with a kiss? Look at him right in the eye. He didn't back up, he didn't back off, and he didn't back down. He knew what he was facing, and he walked right into it. Why? Because he knew it was the Father's will. I pray that when we come to those times, that we have the strength, the courage, and the faith to do likewise that we can look our enemy right in the face and say, betrayest thou me with a kiss? Like, I'm not dumb. I know exactly what you're doing. You didn't pull a fast one on me. I'm already ahead of the game. Hmm. Shame they're not listening, you know. But maybe one day they will be. Because you see, we have Jesus. They need Jesus. They need Jesus because some of them really are going to hell. (laughs) That's the sobering thought. Some of them really are going straight to hell. We don't wish that for anybody, but we can't change their minds either. We wish we could, but everyone has their own free will and everyone has to make their own choice. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the blood, the blood that cleanses us, that washes away our sin. We worship you, Lord, standing in the blood. We thank you for the release of your grace. We thank you, Jesus, that you were not afraid to face death. You didn't run from it. You went to it, and you conquered it and overcame it for us. We pray, Lord, that should we be called to become a martyr, that we will walk as you walked, fearlessly, boldly, right into the will of God for our lives. That would be triumph. That would be overcoming. 
that would be the victory that we find in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst. We thank you for coming to church on Sunday. We thank you, Lord, that you wouldn't miss this for anything. So we try to be here every time. Amen? We want to thank you, Lord, that you came to help us from one place to the next. You came to encourage us. You came to touch us. You came to fill us with your love and expectation and joy in serving you. We want to thank you, Lord, that no matter how tired we become, it's worth it to keep on running. It's worth it to keep on going. It's so much more ahead of us than there was behind us. So we press on, Lord. Not looking at where we were, but looking at where we're going and who we're coming to. We won't be on that day who we are at this moment. We will be who you always wanted us to be. We will shine just like the morning sun. We'll stand in your presence as your people, as the body of Christ, the family of God united in person with our Lord. What a day that will be. What a day that will be. Help us to remember this, Lord, when it becomes like, oh, here we go one more time. Yes. You know, no man knows the day nor the hour that you'll suddenly call us all out of the earth. So let us keep running, Lord. We have more to do. There's people we're yet to witness to, people that we actually have to tell them about you, people that have to hear. They're waiting to hear it from us. They just don't know it yet. So keep us alive, Lord. Keep us alert. Keep us aware so that we don't miss those opportunities because someone's eternal destiny depends on it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. In Jesus' name, we take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ, and we come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whispers, 
familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons, and their attacks. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you devils in the name of Jesus. We bind all Leviathan spirits in their attacks, all Kundalini spirits in their attacks, brainwashing spirits in their attacks, all water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, and smart dust spirits in Jesus' name. All seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits, whoredom spirits in their attacks. All the voices of the stranger in their attacks. All targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons in their attacks. Microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks. 5G attacks, EMF and EMP attacks in Jesus' name. We bind the Havana Syndrome. Brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing. We bind force feedback, cyber sex, cyber stalking, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons in Jesus' name. You're bound. There's nothing else you can do but go to the feet of Jesus and be judged before your time. Amen. Amen. So get on to going in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bind the work of every druid, all the hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, mystic rituals in their intents. We bind all 5G and components, everything coming off the cell towers, everything coming from the satellites and through our devices in Jesus' name. Amen. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, American, North American, South American, Arctic, Antarctic, Islander, German, Russian, French, Chinese, Japanese, Malaysian, Indonesian, Taiwanese, Ghanaian, South African, Ethiopian, Canadian, Tribal groups, indigenous groups, Barushata. British, Norwegian, Spanish, Isha, 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 Isha,
Ruka de the gangs of every time. Runga de Rusha de Rabruka de Riviese de Rabruka de Ria. Gangs in school. Arregisa pa Babrunda. Runda Rabruka de Riosuda de Diosuto Robri. Erugoto Robrisha de Radiosuta Rabrede. Wicked clicks at work. Ring de Rabruka de Riberusha de Rabruka Bababasha de Rabru. Ishanda Rugondo Rogosa de Rabruka de Runda Rabruka de Riosuto Rabraki de Riosuta Rabrakata. Ring de Rabrike de Riosuto Rabriki de Evil Government. Irredeo su ridice de se runda la broca de ridioso tarabrique de ridioso tarabre y bababa rogo regisa tarabrisha tarabrique de ridioso la redia de la brada de la rinda la broca bebe bebe se de rogo la redia anda la broca de salaradioso tarabrique de ridioso la redia caxa tarabrada. Father, every group, every order, type, and rank of group, Lord, in Jesus' name, we lift them up to you. Even the Satanists. Yes. We lift them up to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We lift them up to you, Lord. And we bind their evil in the name of Jesus. Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic, we bind you in the name of Jesus. And we bind your attacks. We bind the queen of the coast, all the queens of the coast. In Jesus' name, all their wicked works in the name of Jesus. All the demons that attend to them in the name of Jesus. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return its powers to Jesus Christ. We bind cults within family groups in Jesus' name. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we forgive our family members for the witchcraft dedications they did that affected our lives. We ask, Runga de Rabresha, la Ridian de Rabruca de Ridietta de Rabru, Rinda Rabruca de Ridietta de Rabrique, break it, break it, break it, break up and go, come on out of our lives in Jesus' name. Runga de Rabrusha, Tarabreca de Ridiosula, Ringa de Rabrusha de 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 Kuta Rakaha, Ringa de Rabrusha, la Ridiosula, break up and go in Jesus' name, break up and go, we break your grip and hold, we break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hole. We break your grip and hole. We break your grip and hole in the name of Jesus. Runda da broca de dia sata da brisha da broca da risa da brisa da regete de rogo rege. Sha runda da broca de de. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Runga de resata da broca de 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 oso to rabra. Come out of God's people. Deep breath and calm. Deep breath and calm. Calm it out. Pump it out in Jesus' name. Runda da baruka didi All that witchcraft. They may not have called it witchcraft, but that's surely what it was. 
Come out of our lives. Get out, get out, get out, get out. Oh, hallelujah. The fire of God to consume it in Jesus' name. The fire of God to consume it in the name of Jesus. The fire of God to consume it all in Jesus' name. All the witchcraft that has affected our lives. From conception to this moment, come up and out. Come up and out. Come out of God's people. All the witchcraft. All the witchcraft. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. You're chained with eternal chains under darkness. We curse you at the root in the name of Jesus. We uproot you in Jesus. Come out of our lives. Get 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 out of our lives. Come out of our minds. Come out of our minds. Come out of our minds. Come out of our minds in Jesus' name. All those curses, they released upon us. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold. Yes, Lord, during this week, you're going to show us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy. Oh, thank you for your mercy. Hey, We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs. Trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of, of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, in Jesus' name. Father, we repent of all the decisions we made that were directly affected by the satanic roots in our family lines, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We repent and we turn from them, Lord. Help us to turn, Holy Spirit. Help us to turn. Some of our patterns and ways of thinking is directly aligned with the witchcraft that was done in our family lines in Jesus' name. Isha, you have given us a sound mind, Lord. Help us to cling to it. Help us to hold on to it in Jesus' name. Lord, even our reasoning has been corrupted and polluted by the wickedness. That was done down the family lines. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you. The Lord said he's coming for it. Thank you, Lord, for remembering us. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, disperse, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. 
We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, and addictions in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. You know, there's some of us, we have an affinity for something that's not of God. We have a proclivity for something that's not of God. And no matter how hard we try, we seem to end up back at the same spot. But Jesus is coming for that. He's coming for that in our lives this week. He wants us without spot, without wrinkle, or any such thing. We can't change what they did, but he can change the outcome. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, Devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. Make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, and la-la land in Jesus' name. We bind the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting. Some of you have hauntings. You know that? Some of you have hauntings. You need to go to the Lord about that. You don't need to just sit there and tolerate it. You need to keep going to the Lord and keep binding it and keep binding it and keep binding it. Keep sending it into the spiritual cage. Just keep at it. 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 You'll get a breakthrough. You'll get a breakthrough. You'll get a breakthrough. Whatever it is that's tagging onto you that you've been wanting to get rid of, just keep at it. Keep binding that thing. Don't stop. Just keep going. Well, I bound it twice. No, you just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. You keep at it. Amen in Jesus' name. Everybody in your family is stupid, but that doesn't mean you have to be. They're all crazy. You know it. They think some of the dumbest things you've ever heard in your life. But you don't have to be like that. 
Amen. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We bind every human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifice in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all deities, all gods, all goddesses, Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and especially his 72 in Jesus' name. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony, all their pledges, we bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips in Jesus' name. All those water devils, all those marine spirits coming down the family line, you don't have to keep that mess in Jesus' name. The fire of God, the fire of God upon us. The fire of God. Hey, The fire of God. There's lesbianism in your family. The fire of God in Jesus' name. There's perversion of every kind in your family. The fire of God in Jesus' name. They lie all day long. The fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. They're swindlers. They'll cheat anybody. You don't have to be that way. They got the hottest tempers you've ever seen, but you don't have to be that way. They get mad and stay mad for two years at a time, but you don't have to be that way. They hate everybody and everything, but you don't have to be that way. You got more gay people in your family than you can count, but you don't have to be that way. You can be holy. You can be pure. You can be righteous.
And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. In our family groups, we've got some customs that are nothing but sin, and we need to get rid of them. We have a new family. It's the family of God, and none of those customs are there. Hey, hallelujah. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. You know, some just chose a spouse out of what they thought they wanted. But this is how the demons work the system. They work the system so that you pick somebody with the same mess that you've got in your family background and theirs. So their power is increased. That's what the devil does. He works it out so that you pick somebody that's got the same mess in their family that you've got in yours. So you have more work to do if you think you're going to make it through. That's the way he does it. That only changes when Jesus breaks in and makes the choice for you. Amen? So when you when you hooked up with them, you got twice as much men. Amen? The same old mess, but twice as much. So you married a wizard. Well, start looking at the witchcraft in your own family line. That's why you were attracted to that person. They had the same demons in them that's in your family. And that's the way it works. That's what the devil does. That's how he manipulates human lives. We cut ourselves free. From every demon that was following us, was sent to us, transferred to us, we command you to leave us now, even if you came through a device in Jesus' name. We cut ourselves free with the sword of the Spirit from thoughts that are not truly ours or the Lord's in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. 
especially those that have been persecuted, Lord, and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Hallelujah, Lord. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves, Father, with the blood of Jesus and our transportation and the road that we travel. We thank you for removing everything out of our way in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every dream that we have ever had in our entire lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Every dream that was not of Jesus Christ, we bind it, we bind the intent, and we put it right back on that demon that brought it to us in the name of Jesus Christ. You must take it back. You can't, we aren't going to keep it. You must take it back in Jesus' name. You must take it back. Even the dreams we don't remember, we send it back in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the angels and the wall of fire that protects us with your glory in the midst. We pull out every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, anything that the enemy has sent. We cut ourselves free from ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, the Obeda man, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and everything that we come in contact with is of the devil. We break down the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, charm, spell, voodoo, magic, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, torment. Psychic powers, incense and candle burnings, incantations, tribal rituals and sins, chanting, psychic warfare, aha, root work, in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you, Lord, for setting us free from the bondages of our past, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for setting us free from the bondages of our past. Amen. Oh, we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, oh, I need this too. Yep, I need this too. I'm about to forget about you down there. Well, today, saints, the Lord gave me this sermon. Some of you thought Friday's sermon was really interesting. Well, it was. (laughs) Amen. It told us just what he expects us to do about the situation we've been complaining about. Amen. And he got right to the point. Nothing like instruction. Amen. So he's going to talk to us some more today. And he's going to give some more instructions because we like instructions. We want to do right. We want to do right. So today, we're going to talk about servant of God's love. Servant of God's love. Amen? So in Luke 22, beginning with verse 24, Luke 22, beginning with verse 24, And there was also a strife among them. 
which of them should be accounted the greatest? And he said unto them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. And they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. Yes, we know about them. But ye shall not be so, but he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that doth serve. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you. Well, now, in Jeremiah chapter 9, Jeremiah. Chapter 9, beginning with verse 23. Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might, let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. So, well, that was nice, Lord. I don't do any of those things. Well, the week is just getting started. In Jeremiah 9, beginning with verse 23, the people of God are given strong warning. Let not the wise person bask in their wisdom. Let not the mighty or powerful in this life bask in their power or influence. Let not the rich revel in their riches. If they must boast, let them boast in this alone, that they truly know me and understand that I am the Lord of justice and of righteousness. My love is steadfast. My love is strong and kind beyond measure. I delight in this, the Lord God says. Our God recognizes and prefers humility over self-exaltation. Our God recognizes and prefers humility over self-exaltation. Self-exaltation means to praise, to glorify, to lift yourself up in status, dignity, power, honor, wealth, or recognition. It means you have to lift yourself up. That's what self-exaltation is. It means that you praise, glorify, or lift yourself up in some status, usually till it suits you, even if it's just recognition. Some people try to bring attention to themselves by provoking sympathy from others. You've met them before. They want you to feel sorry for them all the time. And all they want to talk about is their plight and how bad it is 
and how terrible it is and how they don't know what they're going to do because they want you to open your mouth and your wallet and, and solve the problem. You've met them. Amen. But if you're wise, you'll close your mouth and your wallet too. Praise the Lord. Some try to get people to look up to them. These kinds of behaviors may find their roots in jealousy, low self-esteem, loneliness, unstable emotions, marked by an overwhelming desire to be noticed. An overwhelming desire to be noticed and applauded. Many of these persons fish for compliments. By pointing out achievements and seeking validation. Many times they exaggerate or embellish a story to gain praise. Hmm. But exaggeration and embellishment are also lies. See, the truth doesn't come with trapping. It's just the truth. Truth does not need to be stretched. It's the right size just like it is. And those who know the truth know that they are lying. Those who actually know the truth, every time they hear that song and dance, they know they're lying. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 23, verse 12. Matthew chapter 23, verse 12. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be obeyed. This is a guarantee. Whosoever shall exalt himself shall be obeyed. Your Savior said it, and he meant it. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. Amen? Eventually, people will see through your actions. Eventually, people will see right through your actions. Show-offs are no better. They act pretentiously and publicly parade themselves, their possessions, or accomplishments. They want everyone to know and are offended if you don't. They are trying to impress others by showing in a very obvious way what they can do, what they own, or what they know. They just wanted to put it out there for you. Yes, they do brag on themselves. Insecurity. Insecurity is the most common reason behind showing. Insecurity 
is the most common reason behind showiness. People show off only when they think that others don't consider them important. This is when they will try to prove that they are important. They behave in a way that is intended to attract attention or admiration to themselves. They are inviting admiration and often boast or brag about their ability. But those who think themselves to be great shall be disappointed, caused to feel shame, experience their pride being hurt, and humbled. Their error is caused by their ignorance of God and his scriptures and his power. So, let's take a good look at this. Let's visit 1 Kings chapter 1. Yeah. So I put the wrong thing in here, Jesus. Let me go back and change that. Amen. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Lord. There it is. God will help you even when you make a mistake. First Kings chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. Then Adonijah, which was one of the sons of David, the son of Haggith, exalted himself exalted himself, saying, I will be king. He did that. Nobody else did that. God didn't. King David didn't. He did that. And he prepared him chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him. He wanted to be noticed, I believe. And his father had not displeased him at any time, saying, Why hast thou done so? And he also was a very goodly man, and his mother bare him after Absalom. So he felt that because King David had never rebuked him for what he was doing, that he was in agreement with it. You know, just because people don't, initially say something to you about something that you're doing that's not quite right, it doesn't mean they're in agreement. Sometimes they're waiting for God to move first. And he conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and Abathar, the priest, and they followed Adonijah, and they following Adonijah helped him. Now God didn't tell him to do that either. He didn't tell Abathar the priest to do that. 
But Zadok the priest and Benaniah the son of Jehoah, Jehoah, woo, get my thing out of the way, Lord. Mm, sometimes I tell you this retainer gets in the way. But Zadok the priest and Benaniah the son of Jehoiah, forget it, and Nathan the prophet, woo, and Shemai and Ray and the mighty men which belongeth to David were not with Adonijah. Jehoiada, thank you, Holy Spirit. And Adonijah slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the stone of Johalah, which is by Enrogel, and called all his brethren, the king's son, and all the men of Judah, the king's servant. But Nathan the prophet and Benaniah and the mighty men and Solomon his brother he called not. Wherefore Nathan spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonijah doth reign, and David our Lord knoweth it not? Now therefore, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel. See, counsel. God sent counsel to her, that thou mayest save thine own life, and the life of thy son Solomon. Go and get thee in unto King David, and say unto him, Didst not thou, my lord, O king, swear unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne, when thou dost, why then doth Adonijah reign? So you see, this is the case. This wasn't a secret that Solomon was supposed to follow David. It was known in the family, and it was known beyond the family. Mm. Behold, while thou yet talkest there with the king, I also will come in after thee and confirm thy word. And Bathsheba went in unto the king unto the chamber, and the king was very old, and Abishag the Shunammite ministered unto the king. And Bathsheba bowed and did obeisance unto the king, and the king said, What wouldest thou? And she said unto him, My lord, thou swearest by the Lord thy God unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now, behold, Adonijah reigneth. And now, my lord, the king, thou knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance and hath called all the sons of the king. And Abathar the priest and Joab the captain of the host, but Solomon thy servant he hath he not called. And thou, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou shouldest tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it shall come to pass, when my lord the king shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. Mm. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, hast thou said, Adonijah shall reign after me? and he shall sit upon my throne. For he has gone down this day and has slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance and has called all the king's sons and the captains of the host 
And Abathar the priest, and behold, they eat and drink before him, and say, God save King Adonijah. But me, even me thy servant, Zadok the priest, Benaniah the son of Jehoiada, and thy servant Solomon hath he not called. Is this thing done by my lord the king, and thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then King David answered and said, Call me Bathsheba. And she came in into the presence, the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king sware and said, As the Lord liveth, that hath redeemed my soul out of all distress, even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, he shall sit upon my throne in my stead. Even so I will certainly do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth and did reverence to the king and said, Let my lord King David live forever. And King David said, Call me Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. And they came before the king. The king also said unto them, Take with you the servants of your lord and call Solomon my son to ride upon mine own mule and bring him down to Gihon. And let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him there king over Israel. And blow ye with the trumpet and say, God save King Solomon. Then ye shall come up after him, that he may come and sit upon my throne. For he shall be king in my stead. And I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. And, ben- and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada answered the king and said, Amen. The Lord God of my Lord, the king, say so too. As the Lord hath been with my Lord the king, even so be he with Solomon, and make his throne greater than the throne of my Lord King David. So Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada and the Cherthalites and the Pelethites went down and caused Solomon to ride upon King David's mule and brought him to Gahad. And Zadok the priest took an horn of oil out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon. And they blew the trumpet, and all the people said, God save King Solomon. And all the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes and rejoiced with great joy so that the earth rent with the sound of them. And Adonijah and all the guests that were with him heard it, as they had made an end of eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the trumpet, he said, Wherefore is this noise of the city being in an uproar? And while he yet spake, behold, Jonathan, the son of Abathar, the priest, came, and Adonijah said unto him, Come in, for thou art a valiant man, and bringest good tidings. And Jonathan answered and said to Adonijah, Verily our Lord King David hath made Solomon king. And the king has sent with him Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada and the Chetherites and the Pelethites, and they have caused him to ride upon the king's mules. And Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king in Gihon. And they come up from thence rejoicing so that the city rang again. This is the noise that ye have heard. And also Solomon sitteth on the throne of the kingdom. And moreover, the king's servants came to bless 
our Lord King David, saying, God, make the name of Solomon better than thy name, and make his throne greater than thy throne. And the king bowed himself upon the bed. All right. And also thus said the king, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which hath given one to sit on my throne this day, mine eyes even seeing it. And all the guests that were with Adonijah were afraid and rose up and went every man his way. They were moving fast that day. And Adonijah feared because of Solomon and arose and went and caught hold on the horns of the altar. Now, isn't that interesting? Before he decided to make himself king, he didn't go to the horns of the altar, but now he's in a hurry to get there, and he's trying to hold on. And it was told Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah feareth King Solomon, for lo, he hath caught hold on the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear unto me today, that he will not slay his servant with the sword. Mm. So evidently that's what Solomon was supposed to do. He was supposed to take him out right then, right there, brother or not. See, some of us have a problem cutting free from family members. Well, guess what? These men were brothers. These men were brothers. And Adonijah knew that he was wrong. He knew that Solomon was supposed to slay him for what he had done. It's called treason. He's supposed to be put to the sword right then and there. No questions asked, no excuses. But when God says to us that we need to uh, sever some relationships, that we need to back away from some relationship, that we need to pull closer to him and put some distance between us and some people, we don't want to do it. You see, Adonijah didn't have a right thought in his mind towards Solomon. He coveted what God gave to Solomon. God gave it to him. David, King David, got that information from God. So, you have this in families and miracle outreach ministry. Our extended families are some interesting people. They'll cut your throat too, and you already know it. I'm just reminding you. They will steal from you. They will lie on you. And they will scandalize your name. How do you know? They've already done it. So, learn to stick with Jesus. He knows what's coming around the curve. And Solomon said, if he will show himself a worthy man, that means if he'll change, there shall not an hair of him fall to the earth. But, If wickedness shall be found in him, he shall die. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. So King Solomon sent, and they brought him down from the altar. And he came and bowed himself to King Solomon. And Solomon said unto him, 
go to thine house. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Here comes somebody who, because he was born, his birth order said, oh, you ought to be decided he was. Well, it doesn't always work out that way, now does it? Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good. You see, saints, the word of God prevails over the deeds of man. The word of God prevails over the deeds of man. Self-exaltation is born of pride, and the Lord won't bless it. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. That's the word of God. God's love in us does not envy. It does not brag or show off. It is not puffed up, full of hot air. It doesn't act that way. That is not the love of God in us. That's our flesh in agreement with the devil. So, God's love in us is not boastful or proud. Psalm 75, beginning with verse 5. Psalm 75, beginning with verse 5. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. It's up to God. It's his prerogative, not anybody else's. It's up to God. We need to remember that. It is God's choice, not man's choice, that should be recognized. Adonijah sought the throne, but God promoted Solomon to honor. Thereby, Adonijah and his followers were made to suffer humiliation and were found to be offenders against the throne and the king and God. Mm. Saints, we would do well to learn from this lesson in the scriptures and rest ourselves on God's plan and not on the misguided desires of man. Maybe I'll say that again. Saints, we would do well to learn from this lesson in the scriptures and rest ourselves on God's plan and not on the misguided desires of man. You see, saints, 
The worldly competitiveness displayed by Adonijah does not reflect the character and nature of Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 5, verse 26. Galatians chapter 5, verse 26. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Since we are now living by the Holy Spirit's power, we should also follow the Holy Spirit's leading in every area of our lives. The Holy Spirit did not lead Adonijah and the rest of his followers to do what they did. They were walking in the flesh with the devil. In this way, we won't need to seek for honors and popularity, which often lead to jealousy and hard feelings. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. You know, it's interesting that the Lord put this whole scenario in the scriptures because this is strife and competitiveness within the family group. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another, which means you're not going to backbite. You're not going to stab in the back with your words, your mouth, your attitudes, and your ideas, anybody who belongs to Jesus. Why? Because they're a part of the body of Christ. God loves them, and you're supposed to love them too. So you aren't going to have disparaging remarks to make and false accusations to run out of your mouth. You're not going to sit back and stir up a lie about them, and then when you're rebuked and told that it's a lie, you keep it going forever and ever and ever and ever, and you just keep churning it and churning it and churning it. And whenever you get provoked, it just spews right out of your mouth. Why? Because the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That means that lie you and the devil conjured up is still in you. And at some point, you need to let it. Amen? It's not right to sit up and in your mind imagine evil about people that has no basis in fact or truth. That's a crime against the kingdom of God. And you will stand the judgment for doing so. God calls every work into judgment, he said. You can't sit back and decide things about people that are simply lies. And it's your lie. You're the one who came up with that lie. But you're just going to keep it working every time something provokes that part of your life. Well, we've got a good week for you to get rid of it. Amen? God's people are always really sincerely love people, not just with that churchy kind of pretense, which is actually sin, but really love people. We should love one another with the love that the Holy Spirit has poured into our hearts. 
We should take delight in honoring each other, preferring one another. Christians are called to strive together, not against one another. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 27, Philippians chapter 1, verse 27, only let your conversation or lifestyle be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. So you see, we're supposed to be working together in Christ. Amen? We are to stand fast in one spirit, God's spirit, with one mind, the mind of Christ striving together for the faith of the gospel. This pleases the Lord. Competitiveness can be a divisive tool of the devil, undermining the work of the Lord by drawing undue attention to self is dangerous. Throughout the gospel, Jesus concerned himself with accomplishing the Father's will. He came to show us what the Father is. In the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 30, he said, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. I'm seeking to do what my father sent me to do, not my own will. Get it straight. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Glorify who? Your father which is in heaven. Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I'm pressing to please God. I'm pressing to please God. Not to fulfill my own agenda of how I think my life ought to go and how it ought to be. I'm not trying to maintain control over my world. I instead am pressing toward the mark of the high prize of the calling of God in Christ Jesus, because God is more important to me than myself. Luke chapter 16, verse 16. Luke chapter 16, verse 16. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presses into it. If you think you can just sit back and let other people do everything for you in Christ, I'm here to tell you it won't work. You can't just sit back and listen. You have to get up and do. This is a get up and do faith. Not just sit back and listen. The 
The point of listening is so you can get up and do. You come to church and sit there and act just like the chairs. But the chairs are going to heaven, and you might not go either. He says, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will not enter in. So either you get up and do, or you won't be going in. It's just that simple. Jesus didn't bite his words back. He spoke them truthfully and forthrightly. You must apply the gospel and these messages to your own life. And if you choose not to, you will get the results and the fruit of refusing to do so. There's no two ways about it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Being humbled teaches us that God is in charge. God is in charge, not us, not our ideas, not our beliefs, not our prejudices, not our plans. God is in charge. We should be honored that God works on our hearts at night to remove pride from us. We should be honored that God Almighty would take the time to remove pride from us. For all who cannot sleep and are currently under attack, perhaps there is pride in our life that offends God. God loves and delights in the humble. God loves and delights in the humble. All of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Psalm 138, verse 6. Psalm 138, verse 6. Though the Lord be high, yet he hath respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. God resists the proud. He won't let them close to him. That's not his character and nature. And it's not supposed to be our character and nature either. He changed that on the cross of Calvary. We need to act like we know it. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. He has showed thee, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of thee? but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. So you can't have it your way and walk with God because humility means that you do it his way. Proverbs. Chapter 22, Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 4. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor 
and life. So that means it is that if you lack humility and the true reverence of the Lord, you should not expect riches, nor honor, nor continued life. Amen. Amen. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Put on, therefore, put it on as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness. Where does he want this humility? Humbleness of mind. He's saying you're too high-minded. You're too judgmental. You're too critical. You're too a lot of other things, but he's got a whole week to explain that. Humbleness of mind. Meekness. Long-suffering. He wants you to put it on and not take it off. Put on. Bowels of mercy, compassion, empathy, kindness, humbleness of mind, not haughty, not arrogant, not having too much to say, meekness, when the convicting Spirit of God comes. You not only acknowledge him, but you change. You know there are plenty of people that have sat under the conviction of God and didn't change one iota. But that's called pride. Long suffering. Why is it called long suffering? Because it's long. Amen. 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 So, I do believe that it would be good for each of us to go into our prayer closet and to take with us our Bible, something to write with, and a good long piece of paper. We might need more paper than we think. And ask the Lord, this week, to show us where we are walking in pride in our lives. It's the revelation that we all need. Because we all need to come correct. Amen? Amen. Well, rise to the benediction. Amen. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you, that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever, and the body of Christ said, Amen.
Amen. Happy fasting. Happy fasting. Amen. We have a good God. Amen. And he wants his children to look like him, sound like him, and to act like him too. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody.